Well, hello folks, and are welcome to the We The People. This is indeed the American Soccer Podcast, in which you're going to get to know everything, everything, everything that you need to know about the U.S. men's national soccer team. I'm Clayton, and I'm a rapper. I'm Ty, I'm a web designer. And we love the Nats. That we do. Get out there, boys national team. <laughs> you got this, boys. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. The game was USA versus Paraguay. U25 BNT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the future, the, pr- the, f- the future, which is the present of the U.S. men's national team. The interim U.S. Yeah, national the team. The interim. <laughs> yes. Saruman's <laughs> army is here. <laughs> Guys, remember, and, and so army. are we. We are we the people. We are here to break down this game, talk about the next game, uh, everything, everything. Uh, we're so excited to be with you. Guys, first of all, we got to mention the merch store is up. Merch store is up. It's live. Merch store. Get it's your merch. popping off. Uh, and there's merch on there that that is directly related to the WTP content that you love. Yeah. Uh, the URL is wtppod.com slash merch. M-E-R-C-H. WTPpod.com slash merch. WTPpod.com slash merch. And of course, as always, as per usual, follow us on Twitter at WTPpod. Find us on Facebook at WTPpod. Uh, reach out to us. We love you. Rate, review. Rate, review, five stars, please, and your review will get read by uh, Saruman. So. If you're playing in Europe and you need a care package from us, we will send you anything from these United States. Actually, Continental 48 only. Can't get you any <laughs> pineapples or snow or whatever. Keep it, keep it local, all right? Yeah, we'll, we'll oranges, we, oranges only. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're not kidding. We're not. We will send you. you, Anyone, any professional in Europe. Absolutely. Let's get to it. Let's do it, guys. So USA versus Padawai. Let's let's line them up. Shall we line them up, boys? Get out there. Okay, let's do this. Woo! Both gloves. All the gloves. We got two gloves here uh, for for the future goalkeeper. Where they belong. Two gloves where they belong. Two gloves where they belong. He's not my pookie baby. It's America's pookie baby. GK Pookie Bay, Zach Steffen. Uh, the center, the center back pairing you've been waiting for, kind of almost. It wasn't, it wasn't the law firm, but it was still pretty rad. We got to see Matt Miazga and Cameron Carter Vickers uh, start us out here and go full 90. Uh, left back, we had Jorge Viafania from reality television. Yes, the same Jorge Viafania. Uh, that Jorge Viafania. That yes. Jorge Viafania. Uh, and then DeAndre Swing Yedlin, up. the stalwart, the 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 veteran of the boys' nats, DeAndre Yedlin. Yeah. Uh, holding midfield in the center, we'll have Will Trap, captain. Oh, captain! America is gonna is is falling in love with Will Trap. I, I'm I'm also sure. Also, the, the youngest old old player. <laughs> yeah, the youngest yes. old player of all time. Yep. Uh, we've got we've got of course the founding father. Tyler Adams and Marky Delgado as our two, uh, let's say we had sort of two number eights in this game. Yeah. Ish, um, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Uh, and then get exciting stuff to see Tyler Adams centrally. Uh, on Damn. the left wing, welcome back, Kenny Saif. Uh, on the right. Seth. On the right. S- Seth, thank you for that. Yes, Kenny of Seth. Course. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody says Saif, but you know. It's, it's, I think it's Saif and Pulisic. Yeah, right? Saif and let's Pulisic. Let's go with that. So, Seth it is. We're going with Seth, and we don't feel weird about it at all. Darlington Nagby on the right side. And up front, the Oodster. Guys, this game was pretty fun to watch if you're a USA fan. A lot of high pressure uh, from the Nats. Our boy Almiron was blocked up for most of this game, aside from a few frustrated. very... Frustrated. Frustrated. And... and to our credit, he you know he he had the he had he was locked and loaded it, it it would appear, but just didn't get a whole lot of service, and that's thanks to the hard work from Tyler Adams and Marky Delgado, um, and 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 it would all pay off uh, before we go in for halftime. Right at the end of the first half, there was an epic play, emblematic of a, a lot of the 
better attacks the U.S. had coming out of uh, winning the ball in the midfield. Uh, Tyler Adams gives the ball mm. to uh, Marky Delgado. And it, it's easy to forget by the end of this play that Tyler Adams started the play. So, so never forget. And then Tyler Adams sprints, sees the opportunity for a counterattack, and Delgado perfectly well-weighted pass right into his path. Uh, oh. it, it looks, it appears for a moment that Tyler, that the moment's gotten the best of Tyler Adam and that it's gotten away from him. But he draws the foul uh, from, from the Paraguayan goalkeeper, and we get a penalty kick here as well as a yellow card, I think. Yeah, just a yellow. Yeah, yeah just a yellow. Which is always bizarre, right? Um, anyways, we'll we'll get into it all. But but hey, we'll, we'll hey, dig in. good on you, good on you, struggling Bobby Wood. Uh, good on good on this this team, this group, and and the, the management staff to give him the opportunity to take this penalty kick, which he does indeed unconvincingly slot away and celebrates. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, terrible penalty. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Luckily but, to the to the right side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank God. So, anyways, uh, no harm, no foul, right? Uh, not not no more goals in this game, but we would get to see some very exciting substitutions for the USMNT, as well as a, a continuing pattern in the second half of US pressure. I guess you can criticize that they didn't get the second goal, but it was fun to watch them play well and and truly, uh, uh, you know, uh, over. I wouldn't say dominate, but uh, outplay Paraguay here. So we did get to see Rubio Rubin, Andrea Novakovic, uh, Tim Weah, and Christian Roldan. So the the most exciting of all these has to be Tim Weah, the 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 youngest of all of them, as well as the biggest name and and the biggest club team. So this was a cap time moment, which he took advantage of four minutes, but. God, what a four minutes. Um, and and shouts to Andre Andrea Novakovic as well for showing his speed on in the one flash opportunity that he got. Uh, didn't put it away, but but bizarre hey man, speed. Bizarre <laughs> speed. Like where Slow-mo did that come from? Slow mo speed. Yeah, yeah. his mo- his yeah. legs are not moving fast, but he he's he's traveling. So 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 there it is, man. That that was uh, that was the game in short. Ty, uh, what were your what were your first impressions here? Uh, I I had one uh, aspect of the game that I loved which was the press. Because I think that is everything that a U.S. national team should do. There's a, there's a lot more to it. But at the end of the day, I want my U.S. national team to play badass, to play the style badass that we've discussed. Yep. A huge part of that style is that you just go after it for 90 minutes, and you saw that in this game. You saw you know Yedlin in literally the 91st minute chasing down balls in the opposition half. Um, putting pressure on, just never letting the other team breathe. Um, I think that is a deliciously American uh, attribute, which we have not embraced uh, sufficiently. Absolutely. Because, you know, what do you do when you, uh, you know, you, maybe you're a little behind on the technical side, uh, but you have a physical edge? Well, you convert that physical edge and, and uh, do something productive with it. And, and I think there's a, there's a really interesting kind of tactical element to pressing that is, that is new, uh, and so that's one of the, the aspects of the game in which we can be just as, as experienced as anyone else because everyone's kind of figuring it out. Right. Let's um, think so. Alexi Lalas and, uh, and Kyle Beckerman, but just a little higher up the field. Indeed. Indeed. So I, I, I love that. And I, that's been a, a hallmark of the, the Saruman era, how, uh, <laughs> how <laughs> our, our unknown un, un, faceless coach, faceless, voiceless coach, interim permanent temporarily permanent head yeah. assistant to the coach yeah. has uh has gotten this this group every time we've seen them uh really fighting hard for the ball really going after the game um and i love that i think it's 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 also a, a great thing to institute with a young team just to give give people the sense that this is how we do it you know and and uh, if you were to try to come in to a group of you know 28 year olds and 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 get them to to ratchet it up that can be a harder ask, you know, the players, players who are used to having it a certain way and, and being able to, to do what they need. But uh, I think for, for the spot we're in, that's exactly the kind of move that we should be making. So all in all, the camp, you know, I highlighted in the last uh, show how only a handful of the U25 boys national team is actually eligible for the Olympics, which is kind of a bummer. Um, there were a lot of 23-year-olds, 24-year-olds in the camp who are not. Um, so that's that's a little bit of a miss, but other than that, I think we're we're ticking all the boxes in terms of uh, progress, you know, towards towards preparing for for the next cycle and for a new a new era of the team. Um, and the kids are certainly showing that that they're capable of of making that jump, uh, particularly Mr. Adams. 
particularly Tyler Adams. So he uh, uh, emblematic of this approach uh, to the game, the badass outlaw approach was Tyler Adams in this God, game. He, he was all over the field. He's he moves he moves in a way that is like a is brandable, if that makes sense. Certain it is. athletes it certain is, athletes yes. have a way of of moving Sure. Uh, you know, and and I don't know what the relationship between that and effectiveness is in stats wise or whatever, but he's he's a brandable athlete, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he it, it reminds me of uh, Pogba in, sure, in the way yeah. that a little bit. Bo- yeah. Both players do both players do uh, a lot of the little things so very very well. This is I and think it sums of- up to stardom. I think of uh, it took me a second to think of his name, but I think of Chris Paul actually in the NBA. Nice. I like it. That's, Good pull. That's where that's that's that, that that's for whatever reason the only player I can think of. Another uh another player I would I would give a movement brand would be Marshawn Lynch Beast totally. Mode. Totally. Where there's totally. like you you you're watching on a, you know, you, you if you squint, you can still tell who's moving with the ball. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah, there's something about that with Adams. There was one little moment, we'll get to the goal which was fantastic, but sure. there was this little moment that I noticed where he um he was in the middle and he was receiving a pass uh and it was um misplaced. So he he was kind of facing he was facing towards his right side, the right side of the field, and the ball was too far to his right, so behind him. And what he did was instead of backing up and taking the ball and pushing forward with it, he used the ball's momentum and turned backwards, spun with it, and used its momentum to keep the play going and keep the momentum going. And that's the kind of thing that you just so rarely see in a uh, a U.S. player, uh, let alone an 18-year-old. So he's just, I mean, I can't say enough. There there was one moment where he uh, let a ball go under his foot and out of touch, but other than that, I thought his game was. And was his reaction flawless. to that was really good too. His response to that, even of course, even of course, in failure, yeah. he 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 really inspires. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I heard uh, uh, Tab Ramos talking about him saying, I think it was Tab saying um, that he, he's one player, the one player who he doesn't have to yell at because t- Tyler is yelling at himself already. Right. <laughs> it's like there's no there's no uh, tolerance for failure, and he's just beating himself up over all these little things. So I can imagine that you know, even though he had a fantastic game, he's still replaying that moment and and uh, you know, dedicating himself to 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 doing better next time. And, and he probably and, kind of and I wouldn't great. be surprised if he if he replays the uh, moment where he won the penalty kick. You know, because he he could have scored that, and that's that, I feel like that's where his head would be at. Is like I that's true. That, yeah, but, that's true. And he didn't he didn't celebrate that very much, which. Uh, which you you usually see um, because people equate getting a penalty with a goal, but it it, it would have been better if he slotted it home. What did, did you think? Uh, the the touch was too heavy for him to get to, if it wasn't for the foul. Uh, as in not to. I think you got to make that call. I think that's a penalty kick. I do think he would have gotten to it. Maybe not scored. Maybe uh, like a maybe not falling scored. miss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't. I, I, I don't know, but it's one of those situations where it's like there's not there's not a realistic alternative universe because he he makes that touch when the contact is already there. You know what I mean? So I it's see. Like, it's yeah, a, I see like, what you mean. It's yeah, not right, right. the alternative is not him catching up to that. It's him making a different touch or get or him like hitting the, the ball at the goalkeeper right. making and it's, it it's not the, a foul. Right, yeah. and it's the touch before that that is the mistake. Uh, that tiny that, mistake. Yeah. yeah, the tiny mistake. You know is he's overextended so he has to settle for for what but he so gets. let's let's break this play down because there was another aspect of tyler adams that i hadn't hadn't fully embraced before that we've seen a couple times uh in the past few weeks um so after he he lays the ball to to delgado right as you mentioned delgado and and delgado it's, a, it's kind of an innocent position he you know adams is like maybe 10 yards from the front line but he recognizes that the that Paraguay's playing a high line. He recognizes that there's not a lot of pressure on Delgado, so Delgado has time to play a ball, and he just books it. He books it, <laughs> just, and I think it's 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 a striker like run. It's an Oba run. It's an Oba run. He books it like there's no tomorrow, and I think in his mind he. He's probably hoping for uh, DeAndre Yedlin or Darlington Nagby to go up the right sure. side here, right, uh, play right, an right. outlet pass, and then eventually right. receive and a then cross be there in. for the feed. Yeah, but what yeah. happens is the right central back for Paraguay sleeps on it, so he, he doesn't. He's a 
few steps behind on the flat footed. He's a little flat footed and he just doesn't react right away. So Delgado is able to play this ball far into space way before Tyler Adams has, has even beaten the center back. It's just that you can just even that early on, there was, it was the inevitable outcome that Adams would get there first. So, right. So it's a surprise. I mean, because you, you expect that ball to go out wide in that situation. Yeah, Yeah. And I hadn't, I just hadn't fully appreciated Adams speed, just straight line, Sprint speed. Yeah, it's great. He's got it's it. like, I mean, man, like there's speed. another tool that this kid has. And there, there was a, a goal uh, that he scored in the, the quarterfinal match of the Champions League against Tijuana, where he, he finished. It was, as you mentioned, maybe he was thinking he finished off a feed from, from uh, the right side. Um, and it was the similar thing where he, he made a you know, 40, 50 yard sprint and, and somehow gets ahead of the play, gets ahead of the last defender, and, and pokes the ball in. Um, so, so he, he's just got it's everything. It's, I, I, yeah, I, it's I, like he has enough it. speed. I love it. He has enough speed of body to take advantage of what is clearly a, a, a very high a level. Superior speed mind. Of play. Yeah. Speed of mind. Definitely a superior mind. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I'm like salivating to see the, uh, the, the map midfield. Uh, yeah. Kenny Adams, yep. Pulisic. You gotta check that. Um, I'm, I'm very hopeful that in the next camp, I think the next camp will be a, a pretty full camp, um. It'll be, you know, they've got the summer off, so there's no no reason to uh, to to leave anybody behind. Um, and I, I'm I'm hoping it'll be the the 2022 oriented kind of team uh, that it's not overly burdened by by veterans. Um, I hope these, these kids have a chance. I hope so as well. Uh, so let's let's. I want to I want to ask you a question about that dream midfield, the the Weston McKenney, Tyler Adams, Polisic midfield. Uh, before up. I do, is it safe to say that that we're in agreement after this game, and that it's hard to argue that he should be tr- developing into a right back? Oh man, Good I mean, question. the op, the op, what I I can see why people sometimes people have been saying that, especially since that's where they saw him come up with the Red Bulls, mm, uh, yeah. and uh, in part because he has those. Because of the way he he angles his runs and dribbles the ball, like I've argued with Darlington Nagby, I think Nagby is a wide player. Um, do you think once and for all? Do you think he's a central player? Just just to put that one to bed. I have the instinct that yes, um, but there's a there's there's a world where he's he can be the best right back on the national team, but not the best central midfielder, um, which I think is the case to be made. So it's, it's to say, okay, let's, we're going to get a, a, a B plus player, right? If we have other B plus central midfielders, we should put him at right back where we might only have a B minus or a, a C plus otherwise, you know? Um, but I would say that uh, based on what I've seen at his age to, to have the intelligence that he has to go with physical tools, to go with being in a really good environment where he's trusted, where he's getting, he's playing every single minute of, of, you know, Red Bull's action that he can. I mean, I, I think honestly, the sky's the limit for the kid. I, you know, and, and, and you look at him playing alongside, you know, guys like guys like Weston that are, that are at the highest yeah. level really in, in yeah. Europe. And, and there's not a lot of difference there or, or playing with uh, Saif, Saif. Seth, um, Kenny who's, Seth, who's, man. who's at uh, Anderlecht in, in Belgium, and there's not a lot of perceptible difference, you know, between their kind of overall level of quality. You know, they both added a similar amount to the game the other night, and um, so I, I, I just think he's he's got it all, and so therefore I would I would put all my eggs in that basket and and uh, try to develop him into the the game changing central midfielder because that's that's the position where you want your your best guys. Love it. So would you have Weston McKenney then? Uh, and by the way, Tyler Adams and Weston McKenney having just a glorious dancing moment at the end of this game. Uh, yeah, Weston is like cute. is like fucking with Tyler. He's like he's like <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. I can't really tell, but it's jovial. He's like poking at. Clearly, him, you they're know? getting along. They're getting they, along. They, they, they now know each other's favorite ice cream yeah. flavor, and that's all we wanted. That's what we asked for because we want to see Tyler Adams, Weston, and Pulisic. In the in this in the midfield for the USMNT, would you Dave, have Dave Saruman as... comes into the room late? They're they're playing Xbox. They like jump under the covers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sar- Sar- Saruman's like, I'm going to stand here in the interim until you fall asleep. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the mouth. All right, so. Uh, uh, do you, you do have Weston McKenney as a holding midfielder where Will Trap was in this game? 
in that dream? Yes, uh, yes. though it, the, that, that kind of system would, would mean that, um, you know, you, you wouldn't really have a true six like, like Trap is. I think Trap, Trap is just built for that role, but he's just not at the level of quality that I think we need at a World Cup level. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy to be, pro- to be proven wrong, but like, f- for instance, going into, into 2022, in theory, um, I feel like a 32-year-old Michael Bradley will still be a better choice. I know Michael Bradley divides opinion, but um, uh, I think, you know, that, that, that in, the, in the world where McKinney is playing, uh, playing over Bradley, then, then it's, it's a little bit more of a double pivot style with those two. Um, but what what uh, another thing that that I heard Tab Ramos say that I thought was interesting was that uh, when they play that that system with the three in midfield, they expect um, those two eights, like you noted with Delgado and yeah. Adams, to play a little bit higher and to be the pressers. Um, so it's almost like like the position doesn't imply the role necessarily. So like they're they're expected there there's expected interchange and movement between them so like in that system if you had McKenney, adams and pulisic they would expect that a decent amount of the time adams and McKenney would be ahead of pulisic but that they you know they they're doing the dirty work uh when when the opposition has the ball in their half and then kind of tracking back and and putting in their energy even then and pulisic that opens up space for pulisic to do right. his thing um so so yeah I, I i see it as a uh a midfield that doesn't necessarily have a stopper but when you have two guys like Adams and McKenney who will just chase everything down, like I don't want to go, there. like I don't want to be a ten playing against those two. Absolutely you know? not. That I, you're gonna suck. get mugged. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. It, I, I oh man, I'm just so salivating a, over the. It's that, a cool that thought. thought. It's, it's a cool thought. I I am not convinced that I want Pulisic in the middle right now. I'm I'm more hmm. lean towards him if he's gonna be central to be more of like a Royce central of a front three. Uh, than to be central in the midfield, uh, but more, but more importantly, I still honestly see him as as a winger cutting in from sure, the right. Sure. Uh, but but yes, like super excited about McKenney and Adams coming into the midfield, and I want to talk. We're 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 getting in deep on tactics today, which I think is cool. I hope you guys like that. Uh, yeah, reach every out once to in a us. while, a little a little break from the normal bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making fun of the hairstyles <laughs> and stuff. Uh, reach out to us at WTP Pod as always, and don't forget about the merch store if you're enjoying the show. Oh, let me let me break that down a little bit. I'll tell. Yeah, let's do that, uh, and then I'll, we'll I'll go. Reveal I have this. I have a different. Yeah. I want to leave the central and and talk a little bit about a different area of the field tactically but first good, let's good. talk so, merch so the merch store uh it's a new system it it the the previous one we did was like a campaign where uh people ordered and then it was shipped on a certain date so this is on demand like a regular store so uh we have shirts for men uh men, men sizes women sizes we have kid uh t-shirts we have baby onesies uh the kid t-shirts and the baby onesies say i'm a fishy and there's a <laughs> little fish on them so outfit your child don't let your child listen to this this show uh it gets a little adult at times but make them uh make them tout the 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 pod and they'll they'll love it i i focus grouped with my kids and they love the fishy shirt yeah make them doubt the sorry doubt the pod never make them tout the pod (laughs) make it make them tout it at your dinner party and 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 show them out the todd out out the toad. Tout, tout that at your dinner party. And uh, finally, there is a, um, a mug, a, a We the People mug, which is a, a coffee slash whiskey drinking device, depending on how the gnats are doing. So um, <laughs> check that out. And, and it, 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 everything, anything you can do uh, to, to you know, help us out is, is awesome. Uh, there are uh, shirts for the, the kid shirt. The uh, one, one of the men's shirts, one of the women's shirts are $16.00. Three ninety nine shipping, so under twenty dollars you can get a shirt, and then uh, the other items are uh, more more premium quality or, or hoodies or whatever. Um, so and those those have a, a larger profit margin that help us out. So if you want to help your boys out, get the primo. But we have uh, shirts available for under twenty dollars because we care about all y'all. We love you guys. Let's do this. Let's merch up more and... than more than the federation. I mean, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love you guys more than most other things that one could love. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Seth Nagby here. There was something that I saw in the on the 
on the wings in this game that that I'm I think we have had shades of in the past, but it's I've never mm. seen it as crystallized as I did in Break this game. Kenny Sa- Kenny Seff and Darlington Nagby were playing left and right midfield, but they almost never uh, hugged the line. They were mm, usually sure. 10, 15 yards in yeah, from the yeah. outside, and they were shuttling from the halfway line to the top of the box. Right, so th- right. it was a v- it's a very weird zone that I'm not used to seeing occupied so intentionally, but it, it looked very intentional. That it was this like it's not they're not receiving passes behind the defense and they're not receiving passes outside of the defense. They're shuttling right in the middle there. Right. Yeah. And then Viafania yeah. and Yedlin are are on the outside. Wood right. is making right. runs Providing behind. Providing the width. And yeah. actually, when Viafania and Yedlin couldn't get there, you saw Adams and Delgado rotate around to the outside and make those mm-hmm. runs to the corner flag. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Did you notice that? Did you? What do you think about it? Uh, I didn't, but now that you mention it, I, I totally remember um, that what, what you're talking about. And I, I remember a lot of great uh, kind of jinking runs from, from Nags in particular, but also Seth. Um, and I remember a, a paucity of, uh, you know, uh, sprint to the touchline, spray and pray crosses. Um, which which I like, and, and I, I think Apocity there's been, being not very many of those. Yeah, not very many. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 there's there's been a, a really kind of interesting tactical um, nuance to the Saruman era. There I, I love he's, it. It's he's good, actually. He's doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. I I like. It. He's like the kind of guy. I mean, for those of you who have actually seen him and haven't haven't just you know glazed over thought thought it was someone in the crowd. <laughs> Saruman is a he's a nondescript character. He's yeah. not he's not he's a hologram. He's, like a, he's a hologram. Where whoever looks at him sees what they perceive to be the most normal possible person. <laughs> the real Saruman. There's there, there are coaches with a touchline presence, you know? I'd say Bruce has a touchline presence. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Dave Sarakan does not have yeah, a touchline presence. Yeah, let's use his real name is Sarakan. So, so right? as not to confuse y'all. So as not to yeah. confuse. Um, so, but, but, uh, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of good stuff happening here and that's, that's definitely one of them. There's, there's an emphasis on keeping the ball on the ground. There's the press, as we've noted. Um, there are players who have good touch being preferred. Yep. Um, and the, you know, the, the, the two eights, uh, as we discussed, pressing yep. high, causing, causing havoc. Um, and havoc was caused on many occasions. I thought it, it's the, the ultimate example, I think, of defending from the front, right? Because, the reason why Almiron was so stunted wasn't because the center backs were doing so great, even though they, they were very good. Um, it was that the they, Paraguay just couldn't get him the ball That's right. in a comfortable way. You know, they couldn't just string those three passes together that gets that gets Almiron the ball in space. Um, and that when the timing is off because the the center backs have to adjust or turn back or pass back to the goalkeeper or whatever, that throws off the entire game plan of a, of a team that wants to have a rhythm, you know. Um, so it was, it was very successful and I guess time will tell if that, if that can be converted into success against stronger opponents, you know, in higher stakes, um, situations, but I, I look forward, I guess, in particular to seeing it against, uh, against France. Um, and then, you know, maybe, maybe if we have some higher profile friendlies in, in, uh, later in the summer as well. Indeed, he do. Uh, another thing Dave Sarakin is doing well, and I, I agree with your point completely. Miazga and Vickers showed talent, uh, but they, they, they left some major holes at important points in the game. If not for Tyler Adams and Marky Delgado, I think they, they mm. would have looked a lot, a lot shakier than they did. Uh, but they, they show talent and look good, and I want them to keep playing. Well, that, so t- if, if for anyone who didn't watch, um, you know, every minute of U, the U-20 <laughs> national team qualifying and uh, World Cup three years ago, um, you know, there's very few of you who didn't, but just for those of you who didn't, <laughs> uh, CCV and, and Miazga have a, have a long-time thing going. I, I, I can't remember if they started in qualifying at all. Um, but they started four of the games at the World Cup. Huh. Yeah, I believe so. And they gave up one goal, I think, in the four games. Um, there it is. And But they they kind of have like a heart attack style. There's a lot of moments where you're like, oh, shit. Like, 
Oh, it finally happened. And then also Stefan has heart attack moments, which often are converted. Um, oh, they put, I'm, oh, I can't believe I didn't put this together, but they played in front of Stefan, who was also the goalkeeper at that World Cup. So that, that trio is just like, there's, there's a lot of moments where, heart and, heart and throat kind of moments. Um, but they somehow kind of seem to get the job done. Yeah, they're recovering. Uh, so I don't know if that's something you can rely on against. are very good. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like you know Robert Lewandowski would have found a way. Uh, <laughs> some of the some of the better strikers we're going to face at the twenty twenty two World Cup, um, un, uh, you know, unborn strikers who are going to be fantastic are going to are going to be able to exploit that kind of thing. But hopefully, our 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 fishies, our our young man, can uh, step it up by then. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. This was exciting to watch. When we think about the uh, Omar Galaxy day era, you know, this this was good stuff. Sure, um, sure, and sure. And there, there's something play. to be said. There's something to be said for being willing to take risks as a defender as well, because, like, um, you might remember the the goal in qualifying with uh, where where Tim Ream got kind of burned on the outside. It's like a situation against Costa Rica. It's like there's lots of these situations where you can play it safe and leave the the opposition with a 10% chance of scoring, or you can make a move and leave them with a 5% chance, but the 5% looks really bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like it does it does take some take some guts sometimes as the defender to to commit to that move because you know it's gonna it like your your risk of looking like a fool right. is much higher, and your risk of the coach thinking that you're incompetent is much higher, it's... even if it is the better choice. So right. And um, I like that yeah, too. I think you're you're onto something there. I think that might be what is what I like about watching them play is that they got balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they they're yeah they're, they're sure. brave. Yeah. And that's that's and Miaska really had cool. a couple of good moments on the ball too. Yeah, um, which you don't expect from the this like beanpole, the Polish <laughs> the other beanpole. Franco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the lost the lost, lost Franco, Franco brother. <laughs> oh uh, man, dude. And, another thing that Dave Sarakin. Any anything else on uh, Miaska and Vickers? No, but uh, just to say that Miazga, Vickers, Stefan, now that I recall that that is a trio, not just a duo, um, I, I love it. And I, I like the idea of, of that continuity. And I think they're actually, I mean, honestly, do you think they're anywhere behind the rest of the pool, aside from Cameron? Like, Reem, Gonzalez. Cameron Brooks are still. Brooks, yeah, sorry. Than, I forgot but, about Brooks because he hasn't played I think, in like. I mean, 20 I months, haven't but, seen anything yeah. from anybody recently that. Is Guzan still better than Stefan? I don't know. I don't know. But we're cusping. I don't, I we're close to cusping so. I, here. Yeah. Give this give this two years, and for sure we're talking about a takeover. You right. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, I, and it, you know, it just, it, it's the kind of philosophy that I want. I mean, I realize that they're only doing this out of, uh, you know, some semi-necessity or whatever, like overt opportunity, right? But... I feel like there are so many points in, in the, in the narr- narrative and in the arc of a team where it's right to make the move, you know, and, right, and, and you, right, you yeah. all of a sudden, yeah, Miazga is better than, than Tim Ream. Right. And you have to he make is. that move a little CCB bit before Miazga. CCB is better than Tim Ream. So, exactly. See, and, and he, yeah. And here's another thing with that is, okay, fine. Uh, you know, we say, we say Brooks Cameron are still one and two here. However, you should never be playing Tim Ream when the as as your third choice there when you if, when when and if you need to rest exactly. one of our better center backs it's exactly. got to be one exactly. of the guys that could eventually become one of our best center backs exactly right? and it then you think back to that gold cup waste of experience last summer the gold cup where um matt hedges was starting with with omar yeah and and miazga was on the bench brutal and he got to play one game against nicaragua yeah and then he's not prepared when it comes time to for for an important World Cup qualifier. Right. It's like that's your fault. That's your I, fault. Th- sorry to rag on the right. the old coach. That's your the fault. Black. And, <laughs> the Parina, <laughs> the black. <laughs> but uh, but it's not good enough. And 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 I feel like there you know that's it's another thing that's like America is is good at this stuff. Like we we yeah. have a sports Investment. culture where it's yeah. yeah yeah and and there's there's next man up and there's there's a lot of attrition, and there, it, it's expected that that places are not guaranteed, um, and so yeah, I, I feel like it's it's another one of those little things where we can not only just reach parity with the rest of the world, but we can actually be better. You know, we can we can be better at understanding when it's time to make those kinds of switches. That doesn't take soccer nuance. You know, it doesn't take soccer culture or history. 
that just takes almost like biz- business intelligence, takes you know? Some balls. So, hey. so I don't, I don't see, yeah, I, I feel like we, we have a lot more opportunity to catch up than just finding ways to get kids more touches, which is obviously the mo- most important thing, but there's all these little edges we yes. can push to. Uh, speaking, we rag on the past a lot, you know, and by the way, Jurgen is Jurgen the Jowly. Um, uh, we rag on the past a lot, but hey, we Jürgen got... Jurgen the tricepless. <laughs> we got a couple things so right that we've gotten wrong in the past. Their names are yes. Andrea Novakovic and Tim Weah. Uh, for clarity, and I had to be, I, I, I had to be, uh, reminded of this, but, uh, for clarity's sake, these folks are not yet cap tied. This is not a competitive game, nor is Cameron Carter Vickers. Uh, so just uh, always remember that, Americans. Just always remember that. But in the meantime, the looming we can, specter, the looming specter. But at least these guys know that they matter to the to the to the uh, federation, to the powers that be. These guys are getting minutes, and they're getting they're, that that means a lot to a young player. Uh, it does. What did you think of these guys, uh, in particular, Novakovic and Wea? Yeah, I was uh, I was happy to see them. Um, I think it's you know more about the symbolism. Uh, to to bring them on than than anything else, um, but you know, and and people people have diminished the way a thing, but the the fact that he came on uh, symbolizes the same thing that I see when he gets chances for for PSG, which is not that he's good enough to play for PSG; it's that he's better than all the other kids. <laughs> right, so I'm right. I'm not I'm, I don't think he's Angel Di Maria. But I do think he's better than than the you know the other prospects who otherwise might have gotten that shot. And there's only you know two three uh, slots, and he's he's in that that pole position. So um, so for him to get minutes at the end of this camp, for instance, means that he did do well in the camp, and it means that he uh, he he showed the right attitude and he showed showed the skill that that we think he has. Um, I think you know it, it, time will tell. He needs to get minutes. Uh, I feel like a loan move is probably going to be necessary if he's actually ready for for men's ball. Um, but you know it's 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 great to see, and it, it's fantastic to see Novakovic. Let, let let me take an angle on these two players. One is the son of the Liberian president and former Ballon d'Or winner. Thank you for the kind soul on Twitter who pointed that out to us. Buried the lead on that. George Way, Ballon d'Or <laughs> winner, Ballon. also buried the lead on oh. president of Liberia. Um, yeah. Uh, so a sitting president's child just came on for the Nats. It's amazing. Uh, and it was cool, that, by the way, at the end of the game, we saw Weston McKenney and Tyler Adams have a moment. We also saw Tim Way and Darlington Nagby have a moment, which yeah, we the did. cameras cut away from, cute. which is like, right. guys... History. Right. History. Oh, this. We we apologize for bringing you this moment of humanity. <laughs> we, we return to sports bot versus sports bot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, a very wonderful moment of humanity was Novakovic's mom, oh, who God. was hilarious. She was hilarious. Like, like super decked out in USA gar- garb. If if you didn't see this, uh, face paint. And and then and then the tears as as you would and I I was just you know I'm a dad I hope I think there's a decent amount of parents out there in WTP land and yes I would I would absolutely drive uh, 16 hours or whatever it was from Wisconsin I don't care if I have a bad back like Novakovic's grandpa I'm gonna be there yeah. to see my to see Hell my yeah. young young uh, man or woman suit up for the Nats and I would cry my ass off. So there's, yeah. there's a, a certain amount of, uh, uh, I don't know if it, it has strategic value or whatever, but there, there's something about the, the sport, like every cap means another family has been indoctrinated in the U S soccer kind of club, right? That there's been more, more people, um, more people affected and involved in, in the game here. And that the, you know, the, the, the friends and family, uh, the friends back home are going to, uh, hear about this and 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 be proud of of the this family and what what this kid is doing and um and it's great it's heartwarming and I love to see that uh, that <laughs> like that that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for someone all those early morning practices and kicking it around in the garage and whatever coming coming to fruition and and having that that special moment is really great um, I'd like and to... he was he was so nervous <laughs> it seemed like he was just like. Uh, yeah, he kind of didn't want the ball. Like when he got like that chance, he was like, "Oh man, 
Yeah. Like he was excited, but also kind of wished it was someone else. <laughs> <laughs> totally. This must be a whirlwind for him going from off the radar to in the Jersey. To, to a 10,000 seater in, in North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina. Crazy. Yeah. Ironically, maybe uh, uh, for for his international debut, going up to a smaller crowd than the 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 Dutch second division. Um, what did you think of that? The stadium surroundings. Uh, what about so, him? High school. It was it was very high school. Very Friday Night Lights. It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very like <laughs> it looked like a youth game. It did. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah, you can exactly. see the parents and stuff. Like, yeah, and you it, see had, the, uh, it totally had that vibe of like you can you could hear a lot too. You could hear a lot of the yes. You, you could hear a lot of the on field stuff. You know, more yes, than normal. Which I love. I love that. And I I, I heard uh, some some naughty words from uh, Bobby Wood. Yeah, Watch Bobby that Wood. Mouth out with soap, young man. Bobby Wood is. Goodness. you're my least fave on the night, Woody. I'm sorry. So bad. So, so bad. a quick a, a quick thing on on Bobby Wood. They make a big deal about the oh man, he hasn't scored in a while. This penalty. This is really going to give him confidence. And I'm like, he's not 5. Like how how is scoring a penalty going to give you confidence that you can score other goals as an adult? <laughs> Am I missing something here? It's no, like No, I think it's it's not that it's it's not the rational part it's about going through the motions and being able to celebrate the goal and just have your name on the score sheet it's that stuff you know it's like it's like if you're not feeling happy but you put a smile you force yourself to smile you kind of start to feel happy that that's what it is and i i think there is something to it i think it is the right move as far as the the group to have bobby wood uh take that penalty kick because it's that's the group showing that they support him and and that they want him to to kind of feel good, you know, and that's that's good. That's all good. Uh, the, I think that it's just what's doesn't make any sense to me is why we're giving Bobby Wood the time of day right now. Like, when was the last time Bobby Wood gave us a reason to 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 give him the time of day right now? Honduras. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's been a while. And I, I, it's it's kind of weird because it's like one of those um, uh, spirit animal situations with Jurgen. Yep. Yeah, he was a Jurgen baby. He would yeah. never forget. Jurgen yeah. loved Bobby Wood for some reason. Loved him. <laughs> loved, loved him. him. And ga- I, I feel maybe Jurgen gave him co- confidence. If you want to give Bobby Wood confidence, just get a giant fat head of of Jurgen and put it behind the net. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Don't give him penalty kicks. <laughs> On the sidelines. He on needs sidelines. more Jurgen time. Yeah, Jurgen, Jurgen hugging Novakovic's mom, weeping about Bobby tucking yeah, away that, that'd that be penalty. Great. But even Wood, yeah, I mean, yeah. even Bobby Wood at his most confident, it was like, uh, it was like, good on you, son. Like you're 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 cusping the starting lineup at his most confident Bobby Wood. Right. He was never right, like right. the gonna hold Peak it wood. down. Like he was, he was like, "Oh, you, you, you're almost like catching up to Altidore a little bit here at his very, very best." So the right, idea right, that right. we yeah. should be like investing in this guy is doesn't doesn't make, really make sense to me. But I think you're spot on, and I think I, I even I have gotten inured to the idea that Bobby Wood is a part of the national team, which was insane. And then it was like, wow, it's kind of working. Like, this guy's kind of okay. But that turned into he's a lock. And, and so, yeah, it, it might be time, even though he is 24 and not, not 28 or 29, uh, to say, all right, well, let's, let's see some other folks and yeah. let, you, let you focus on uh, getting, getting your ass out of Hamburg, um, finding, finding somewhere where you can actually score. So. Yeah. Somewhere where you can receive a pass every once in a while. Hey, this is all, there, <laughs> right. there, there's more to the story guys. It's We're his so... own fault. I, if you, I, I, I think there's a, there's a lot of apologists out there for Bobby Wood's time at Hamburg who say, Oh, you know, it's a struggling club, but if you watch him, he's so bad. Yeah, no, he's, he's so he's bad. Horrible. He's old he's, Bobby he's Wood. Playing hard, you know? he's, he's just a second division player. Yeah. I'm sorry. I agree. I agree with you. Uh, guys, this is all leading somewhere, okay? It always does. There's always another step in the story when you're a fan of the Nats, for better or for worse. So join us for it. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna preview and review USA versus Bolivia. That's gonna be May 28th, uh, and it's in Philly, which means uh, your boy Ty, the web designer, 
might be there. It's going to be there. I would be there. Well, we don't know what the extent of the being will be. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, But uh, so speaking of expense, the the one thing I want to really note about this Bolivia game, when the the game was announced, I, uh, I, I tweeted at WTB pod, can I go to the game and take my child and park and eat a hot dog for less than a hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. This is is my criteria. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Tickets, park, hot dog, two people, less than a hundred dollars. This is a friendly against Bolivia. All right. (laughs) This is not a primo match. Yeah. Uh, and the answer is no, I cannot. That's so I cannot sad. have that experience for less than $100. And $100 is not my goal. $100 is my line at which I'm outraged. <laughs> I, what I would envision would be having some sort of option available where you could take your child to see the Nats park and have a hot dog for less than $50. Because who, like, what kind of family that, that's making an average American income can afford to go to a soccer game, family of four, for $220. Like, how, how is this even a thing? Doesn't and then you think, how, like, with the, the, the current state of U.S. soccer, U.S. soccer needs fans. U.S. soccer needs supporters. And the way you do that is by giving people special experiences, especially when they're young. So I feel like we're just shooting ourselves in the foot with this because, the, you know, the, the reason there's so many Yankee fans is because of the bleachers. And they could charge more to get into the bleachers, you know? But right, it's, right. It's part, so of the, the it's part of the is, entire long-term strategy to make sure that people can actually access the product. Right. Um, and and um, it, it, it makes me sad that, that people, especially low-income people, but, like, even people who are just making an average living, I mean, who can spend $200 to go have a night out with their family, you know? It's just not worth it. So... I want more people to be able to see the Nats, and, and I, I think we should, we should have a more permissive ticketing uh, policy to make that happen. Yeah, there should, there should be sections, you know, but it does have the sense yeah. that U.S. soccer is saying soccer, there, there's the inevitable tide of soccer, and we're, we're going we're gonna to rake it in, you know. They're not saying we need to build and grow and nurture this thing. They're saying, oh, this is a thing, and it's going to happen, and we better get our ticket prices as high now as we can for when it happens. You know, I guess yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't agree with it, but it, that, that's what right. it seems like they're right. doing. Right, and the, it's you know the the stadium experience is ultimately everything. You know the the, the stadium experience is why people are going to watch on TV. You know they're not going to have the the teams. This team is just never going to have not never, but in the next thirty years is not going to have the gravity of these great teams that have been around for a long time. You know. People in Brazil don't need to have that special experience in order to become big fans of the Brazil team, you know? Right. But for, for us, I mean, that's, it's life-changing. When you, when you go to a game, you have that experience with your, with your parent, you see something, something interesting, you're, you're you know, surrounded by, by adults. It's, it feels like this kind of like you're, you're sneaking out almost. And so go, going to sporting events as a kid is just like this formative experience that, that turns you into a fan for life of, of, of whatever you're going to. So I, I, I just, I feel like we could be doing more to make sure that that experience is had by more people. And I don't think that stadium is going to be sold out, you know, it's why it's going to be, it's, it, it, and if it is sold out, it's going to be a lot of Bolivia fans. So I feel like you gotta be able to do something to, to, to fix that, uh, that, that, that problem. And, and, and kind of, start investing in, in really building a fan base that starts with the games. It sure does, and it, and it starts with you guys out there listening to us and giving a shit, because uh, we do. We love this team, and, and uh, we think you do too. Thick or thin, baby. Thick or thin. So Ty's going to be there. Uh, you, you know, look out for some live tweets and such, but before that, we'll for sure do a Rastapod when it arrives. Uh, don't forget, guys, the merch store is <laughs> locked and loaded. Go check it out, wtppod.com forward slash merch. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter at wtppod, as well as on Facebook at wtppod. And please, please, please rate and review us with five stars. We'll get Dave Sarakin, interim holographic coach, uh, to, to read your review. Maybe we'll do that. We might do that. Use that Tupac machine that they use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Tupac machine, it is called. From now on, yeah. it'll be a, the Tupac machine. It's, the device that changed the human experience, yeah. we call it the Tupac yes. machine because yes. he was it's first either, seen. It's either the, the world's greatest ever rapper or Dave Sarukhan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second one they programmed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's gonna he's gonna crush it at the VMAs though. He he's, sure is. The guy's got style. <laughs> he's got charisma. That's the opposite of what is. I think nobody has any idea what we're talking. About. <laughs> yeah, we've lost uh, them completely. Time to get out of here. Uh, yeah, let's get let's GTF out of here. Uh, any anything else for the peeps before we wrap it up? I want to nominate. Uh, I want to nominate. I want to hear now nominate Novakovic's uh, Novakovic's mother for a peep when the time comes. Well, let's let's sure, start a list. I sure, realize we sure. should be doing like we should be doing the nominations yeah. on the air and we should be keeping record of it because it, it's easy to forget right, all the amazing right, right. moments. All right, all right. Well, that's one in the book. One in the book. Best mom. Best, Best mom. We don't know what Best for parent. yet. We don't have the categories, but we can nominate okay, moments. Okay, she's nominated. And okay. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anything. Right. Any, anything can be And nominated. we'll see what the year brings. Maybe maybe Novakovic gets you know snapped up by uh, Real Madrid or something, and then we see Novakovic's mom at the at the Bernabeu. <laughs> oh my god. What what could it, what what may happen? Who can tell? A lot so, can happen in a year. Guys, preemptively nominated for something. That's right. For something. Anything. Guys, yeah. I I love love. Love it when you when you 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 run into somebody on the street, uh, in the in the middle of the day on a randomness, and that leads to hanging out later with that person later on in the day after everyone's yes. finished their stuff with the day. I, that's really yes. it's really cool when it just kind of goes like that. Uh, I like it quite a bit um, when I when I get just the perfect uh, like amount of dampness before I put my hat on in my hair. So that it dries just the right way. So that's it's very specific to me. But let's say generally, I like it when my, I'm having a good hair day, uh, mm. and I and I really love love it when I I see a cartoon that I think is adorable. But I don't love any of that stuff as much as I love the Nats. Let's go, boys! Aww, the Nats are so cute. Aww, aww, <laughs> get out there, guys! Have fun. <laughs> It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Uh, Tyler Adams gives the ball to uh, Marky Delgado. And it's easy to forget by the end of this play that Tyler Adams started the play. So, so never forget. Cut. Cut. It's the other way around. Just start that section over. Marky Delgado wait. passed to Tyler Adams. No, Adams to Delgado, then Delgado to Adams. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what uncut. I'm saying. You forgot. You forgot. I forgot. Bro. All right, all right. Take little it out. Little peek behind the curtain. I might leave that in. Uh, <laughs> anyways, you better not <laughs> I kill won't, you. I won't. Fuck that. Hey, listen. So you will though. I might. 